0: Hey Peter.
1: Hey man, what's up?
0: I'm trying to get my sound unique.
1: Oh, it's unique, all right. Very unique. Adam Mannis and I'm Peter Martin Lou Donaldson and you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast daily jazz advice coming
0: at ya coming at ya today's episode of the You'll Hear It podcast today's episode of the You'll I'll try this one more time today's episode of the You'll Hear It podcast brought to you by the Oxford American go to OxfordAmerican.org slash you'll hear it for some fantastic offers Uh, it's just an incredible southern literary magazine it has so much to do he's pop-locking over here if you can't see it keep talking Uh, It has so much to do with the things we talk about here every day, Uh, music and and the culture that birthed the music that we love, jazz. Um, I mean, there's been articles on on John Coltrane and James Brown and Nina Simone, just to name a few. There's amazing poetry. Uh, I've just been really into the poetry in the magazine. It's been incredible. Such a a great history of writers in the South. Check it out, slash yhi for our special deal.
1: That's right, and if that is uh great narratives on the birthing of this music prepare for today's episode which is the afterbirth of jazz (laughs) commentaries here we go (laughs) let's cut the cord Uh, we have a speak pipe all right you know we've been getting a lot of
0: speak pipes because we've been asking for speak pipes if you want to leave us a speak pipe go to you'll hear it.com and leave us your question if you have a question about anything ben had a question about sound hey peter hey adam love the podcast I was just wondering if you could share your experiences on how you found your unique sound as musicians. Was it something that happened naturally, or did you ever specifically pursue a sound or style that you thought would set you apart from other musicians, or even just put your unique stamp on the music you play? Thanks so much for the 7 Star Podcast. Bye. Bye. It's a
1: great question, and yes. I
0: think it's a big question. Yes, you know.
1: Uh, but we're going to nail it, we're going to tackle it, and then we're even going to give an ultimate tip on developing your own unique sound at the end of the episode, right? Yeah, wait for the very end be of the episode. It's going to be better than ultimate. yesterday's. Yesterday's, yesterday's was, was funny. Was it, was, it good? I it was, it was thought was good. it was great, man. It was good. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, so the unique
0: sound, there's, a, there's a, a few ways you can tackle the unique sound. First of all, you know, I think everybody has naturally a unique sound. We all have, you know, a shape of our hand that's unique. We all have personal experiences that are unique. We practice things in a very unique way. Almost nobody I know practices the same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And almost nobody I know has the same personality. So that's all going to affect your sound. I think the key to a lot of this is letting that filter off, like turning that filter off, letting that wall down, letting as much of your personality come through as possible. But then there are some ways that you can cultivate the sound too.
1: Absolutely. So I, I almost look at that, uh, that flow from, you know, who we are as individuals and we are unique. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's like, we don't actually have to work at all at being individual. Sometimes we work at trying to be like somebody else, but we're still ourselves, Yeah. you know? Um, so that's something that actually just comes naturally. Now, how to develop the technique and the tools and the ears and, um, the confidence and all these things to be a great jazz player that's something we have to work at Mm -hmm. and so I almost see that like you know if you kind of keep your top level goal as being I'm working on all this technique and ear training and, and all this you know developing my skills so that I will have a unique sound someday that'll be based on the individual that I am that I actually don't have to work on that being an individual part that's sort of the you know the god-given thing that we all have yeah um but the other skills so like i i guess you know we all go through you know identity crisis midlife crime there's always crises we can go that are like based upon our self-awareness the level of self-awareness that we have um but the interesting thing about that is like we always have something yeah you know i mean it's kind of like talent like a lot of people worry about i want to develop my talent and it's like well I mean develop your talents fine I want to gain more talent you can't really do that yeah but it's not as important as you think because you've already got that whatever amount of talent and you do everybody has everybody has some I mean I hate it when people tell me like I don't have any talent in music you know it's kind of like I don't have any talent in breathing really you're dead yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. we all have something uh, and that's never as important as like what we develop so I think with the individuality um you, you know there's things that we can do in terms of being self-aware and understanding where we exist in this world in that there's forces that come on us that want to stamp out, there's like economic and, and political forces that want to st- stamp out people's individuality. Totally true. And and you see that in music a lot, like where you get this thing of like, there's a certain kind of sound that we perpetrate on people, like from a very young age, like you listen to this kind of pop sound, and then you're going to identify, and we're going to get certain triggers off you based on emotions from music and everything. And some of them are great, some of them are whatever, yeah. but the whole thing is like, wh- what is your individual relationship with music? It starts out great as a little baby, actually, I think. I think and so, then, you know if it's nurtured if it's nurtured and and as opposed to nature as like what you're born with that's where the magic can happen and you can retain that individuality and then build a technique up to be able to take advantage of your unique you it's so true and
0: uh, you know jazz is a tricky thing with your unique you right because uh all the great players are celebrated for their uniqueness for yeah. their individual sound and yet people get in this trap of trying to sound just like them. I remember I was on the road once, a really great drummer and a friend of mine, Chris Higginbottom, based in London, and he, I was down, because I I was listening to a lot of Chick, and I like really wanted to get that. Chick Corea. Chick Corea. I wanted to listen, I wanted to get that sound. I wanted to get that popping right-hand sound, and I I just don't have that. It's just not me, you know? And I was like, man, I don't have that time. And he he was like, no, you have Adam time, and it's your thing, and it's great and just and so that was kind of an eye-opening thing. I was luckily I was young enough that it stuck and it's like accepting what you do have and accepting that your uniqueness is what can make you great. You right. know what I mean that that your what you might even see as deficiencies are just part of your sound. You know, you right. wouldn't say that Thelonious Monk had technical def- deficiencies. He was so himself and so original yeah. that he achieved greatness in in the art. So uh, that's like something to definitely consider that Taking that filter off, being as much of yourself as you can be, being honest on stage is, the, is the yeah.
1: And like. I mean, isn't that really what we're talking about? Self awareness in general with your personality. It's like your musical talents and personality. It's like getting more and more self aware, which is always easier as we get older. But but there's ways we can accelerate that by. Um, I mean, look, there's a lot of stuff way above our pay grade here at the You'll Hear Podcast in terms of neurology and psychology that affects this. But I do believe that there's a mindset that we can adopt. It gets harder when you get more older and stuck in your ways. But I always think back to the great Nicholas Payton because I was around him a lot. Well, recently too, but when he was young, I mean, younger than me, like teenager. Mm -hmm. And he always had like this kind of – he always had such a great – Self awareness of like where his talents lied, yeah, and was able to really exploit them in a way. Now he has. Very big musical talents in a number of ways. So some might say, "Well, that's easy because he's really talented." Well, but, but when he was a
0: teenager, did he know everything he knows now? Did,
1: could he? Did he have the facility that he has now? Probably not. No, exactly. But I mean, he was he understood that like he had in, in, in he was an individual with an individual sound at a, an unusually young age, and played in that way. Yeah. And I mean, he would probably be like, "Oh, I was copying Freddie Hubbard and Winton and different people," but not really, not in the way that most like usually you get to that later on. We you know? we hinted at this a
0: couple of weeks ago, but I actually think this is the most important important. important part about being a great player it's when you see young players who are obviously going to be great you know world-class musicians they may not know all the theory that even you know they might not have all the technique that some trumpet player you know has but what they do have is that that strong sense of self that strong sense of individuality that strong confidence and that makes them great and and that's like for me that's one thing that you can really point to as proof that if you develop that part of your personality, it's not even a different personality. You don't have to change your personality. No. Just let your personality come through in your music. And everything that you focus on should be, uh, should be helping you to get that way. For me, every few months, like if I'm about to start a new practice thing, I will open up my practice journal. Mm. And I'll almost do like this, you know. Uh, practice bullet journal. Exactly. But I'll, I'll do like a, a free form, like word cloud, free association of sounds that I want to want to have. Right. Of things that I like to hear and mm. things that I might want to emulate and really just sort of like list them out. You know, like the like I have glissandos, you know, my latest one and things that I don't really have that I think are a part of my personality. And that way I, I can practice those. This is one t- technique you can use is to sit down and write out. What are your sounds? Yeah, yeah. How
1: do you know if you don't think about that kind of stuff? That's right. Well, it's interesting you're saying to write it out, and I don't. I just want to do a little foreshadowing for our episode coming up tomorrow. Super excited about that. Mm. But I'm interested to know. You don't have to answer this because the listeners haven't heard. We're not at tomorrow yet. But how are you able to write things with the two paws that you have? I want to know how are you able to grip a pen. But we might. Learn tomorrow from the lovely Mrs. Manis exactly how you're able to do that. It's super hard, l- man. Yeah, a l- little foreshadowing. Yeah,
0: I have no fine motor school <laughs> skills outside of a piano. <laughs>
1: and even that sometimes is <laughs> not great. Uh, well, good. Well, thank you, ben. The ben, right? It was Ben, yeah. Yeah, Ben, thank you so much for the question. Super uh, insightful. We're excited about the speak pipes. But we're even more excited that they're like really just interesting subjects that are getting us thinking about stuff that we're passionate about, and we hope you are too. Totally. Um, so keep them up. Go to you'll hear it. com uh, for all things podcast related and our new blog there. Leave us a rating review. That's always important. Yeah, seven yeah. stars. Seven and a half stars. We've been
0: getting seven yeah. and a half stars. Really? I know. Why? Like, what's... but I don't.
1: You know what I don't like about that? What? Let's 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 pull it back to seven. You never thought I'd say that. I didn't. Well, because the half makes it like. Well, if it's going to be half, it could have just been eight then. <laughs> well, it's just a little better than seven. I guess you know, so. I guess yeah, so. Let's go seven.
0: Um, before we get into our ultimate
1: tip, yeah, have you signed up for the Oxford Americans e-newsletter? I have. I mm-hmm. have. And I even put a little uh, filter so that they don't go to my spam filter. Nice. I protected them
0: because nice. they're my friends go to
1: oxfordamerican.org/yhi for some awesome deals on uh, one of the great literary magazines available today. Yeah, and I'm actually if you're not willing just to take our advice to go and subscribe, which is fine, I understand skeptical consumers nowadays. Yeah. Um, this is a great way, a free way to kind of check out some of their content. First of all, you can just look at the site you and can. use that portal slash YHI. That'll get you right in there. But signing up for the newsletter, it's obviously, they're, they're totally legit. If you ever want to unsubscribe, you press one button and do that. But you can start to get some of their content over time kind of drip to you and see if you like it, and then maybe you'll become a subscriber because that's really where the magic happens, the live, uh, you know, the tactile. Phys- the physical. The physical magazine. When, and when you put this on your coffee table, if you don't have a coffee table, you can just put it in your living room or in your tent, wherever you live. Go to ikea.com. <laughs> Slash Y-H-I. <laughs> yeah. um, keep building. Ikea. <laughs> Love you. Um, uh, keep putting all those stuff into those little packages with the teeny little ranch. Fjordian. <laughs> F- Fjordian. So, no, but when you uh, put this, you know, you ins- did you know you instantly become smarter? and More I sophisticated. I feel that way. That's right. Yeah. Good. Um, what's, so, our, what's our ultimate tip? So this is the thing on individuality. I think the ultimate tip is that you know you actually can practice this, at least how it manifests yep. it into your playing. I know we said you are an individual, and that's already there. But how do we manifest that? And that is this practicing performing that we've talked about before. And mm-hmm. I like to do this at the end of the practice period, but mm-hmm. you really could do it at any time. Uh, what's even better is if you come back later, and do a little practice and you could just come in for like 15 minutes and just play but the idea for this is going to be you're going to take a song or or whatever it is you're working on and you're going to pretend like you're performing but the the joy of it is going to be that there's no audience there so no reason to get nervous because nobody cares Mm -hmm. but your only goal there is to play as much as possible possible you so you've got the framework, which is the tune or the blues or whatever you're playing, or you could even do a free improvisation if you if you if you got that in your wheelhouse. But you're going to actually practice playing as an individual. You're only going to play ideas that are like something that you've heard. If that's stee Doobidida Steeple Doobid, that's who you are. That's fine. Like whatever kind of comes to mind first. You're not going to judge yourself when you copy, which invariably you will, things that you're working on. Yeah. But it's going to be like a mindfulness exercise in that. Other thoughts are going to come in. Just relax. Don't judge. Push them out and forge ahead.
0: Remember that that chick worksheet from Berkeley that Elias shared with us. Yes. Right? chick career. Uh, only every time you say chick, only play I, what. Sorry. Yes, okay. Only play what you hear. Yes. And if you if you're not hearing anything, don't play it. That's, that's right. That exercise when you practice performance like that, yeah. only being yourself and not playing anything that's not you. Right. That gets you in that zone very quickly.
1: That's right. There it is. Well, till tomorrow, you'll hear it.